0: Love podcast. I'm Father Michael,
1: and I'm Molly. And And
0: we have a special guest (laughs) today.
1: Who are you, special guest?
0: Hi, I'm Zach. Everybody, he's Zach. Zach. So Zach, you've met Molly for the first time today. Yeah, just for the first time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was kind of okay.
1: Yeah, it was, it, we're having a hard time hitting it off.
0: Yeah, weird. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's your boyfriend. That's my boyfriend. <laughs> yes. Okay, my boyfriend. Welcome.
1: And we did not Thank meet you. for the first time tonight.
0: Mm. <laughs> no, actually, we did. I have a boyfriend
2: after. after <laughs> wow. We, we, we move, move fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Catholic culture. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if
0: I condone that. <laughs> we'll talk about it later. Yeah, not yeah. in front of the
1: whole. Audience,
0: I
2: hate hate fighting in front of the
0: kids. (laughs) (laughs) So Zach's here, and we're we're not going to talk to you about your relationship with Molly. Thank you. (laughs) Um, Maybe you can tell us. You could share with us what do you what's like the best thing about her? Oh boy, the best thing about Molly. It doesn't have to be serious. Yeah.
2: Uh she, she's so weird. <laughs> I think anybody who listens to the podcast Yeah, that's well, not a secret. Right. And, it, and it's it's not a show, everybody. She's just, she's just weird. It's um,
0: real. <laughs> but this beyond beyond your thoughts on your girlfriend, we're gonna talk about something else. You wanna
1: We are. We're gonna talk about Mary.
0: My
2: real girlfriend. <laughs> I can't
1: I can't compete with that. Um and we're talking about Mary because um well, first of all, we did one on Joseph, and this is a topic idea that Father and I have had for a while. Um, but actually, Zach is someone who's taught me a lot about growing a relationship with Mary. And so we we decided to have him out. and I was like, oh, he loves Our Lady a lot, so why don't we talk about her? It seemed pretty obvious.
0: <laughs> That's perfect. Yeah. Maybe we could start with... Uh what have our relationships with Mary been, and maybe we'll finish with Zach because he's the guest. But yeah. Molly, was who's Mary been in your life? A brief, brief history.
1: Yeah. Um. I would. I so I did the Marian consecration for the first time when I was in high school, and I think that's when I first like started to understand having like an actual relationship with Mary. But it it, it grew mostly in college. Was kind of when I really. I feel like I discovered what that meant, like, beyond just, like, you do the things. Um, We've talked about Franciscan University, where Zach and I both went, um, and households before. So my household was called Handmaids of the Lord, and I know I've referenced them before. But obviously, Handmaids of the Lord was very much a Marian household, and we were focused a lot on Our Lady and just modeling our lives after her. So ever since that experience of being in household all four years of college— um I just she became more and more for me just like the like like the bar that I want to reach as a woman but also like at the same time not just this like person who it's just like I just am constantly striving to be like but someone who is also mothering me as I strive to be like her and just teaching me in a loving and humble way like how to be a woman um, which is obviously going to be different from your experiences because you are men. It's um, true. But for me, that's very much what it's been and just striving to model my life after her um, and to love her son the way that she does. And that's kind of just continued to grow and cultivate, has been cultivated over past several years. So, yeah, that's my, that's my summary. What about you, Father?
0: Um, right. I think I definitely went through a phase of I was afraid of, uh, putting her too much in front of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And I don't know where that came from, but I mean, like, there's, you know, statues of Mary around her house and, yes. <laughs> and, and churches and stuff. But I think, uh, especially in college, I heard a song by a guy named Chris Paget, who used to live around here, yeah, He's I know. a Catholic singer. And uh, he had a song, and it was, the line was just, if, if she's good enough for Jesus, she's good enough for me. Mm-hmm. And uh, for some reason, just that little thing, like really got through all that uh confusion, mm-hmm. and it's like, well, like Jesus loves his mother and and we can talk about this, but she gave he gave her to us as our mother um and so just that being open to that, and so, like you said, doing the Marian consecration, not totally understanding it and right. uh still kind of growing in it, but uh through college, and then I think especially as a priest uh just seeing her as somebody that guides and protects. And there's even, um, I don't know if people know this, but like there's even a Marian prayer that priests can pray before celebrating Mass, just asking that Our Lady stand beside us as we offer the sacrifice on the altar. And so she uh, she's become more and more important, and I think more and more of a real person, I would yeah, say, I yeah. because uh, it's so easy to just kind of, treat her as, like, that holy card version. Like, no, she's an actual person with a personality and a life, and we can get to know her. Mm-hmm. So,
2: yeah, that's where I've been.
1: Awesome. Mm-hmm. All right, Zach, you're up.
2: All right, here I go. <laughs> um, yeah, my, my my relationship with Mary is, is very much, um, like, part of my relationship with Jesus. And, like, I think, like, my, the, my uh, I struggled with it for a long time um, in order to, like, to kind of understand um kind of like her love for me and like her love for the church. Um, but I think like it really, really became into more, more fruition when, uh, like I was going through, I, I, I really, I really didn't think I, I had a personal relationship with Jesus up until I was, uh, 21 years old. And like and during that year, I, it was, it was really rough and I, all I wanted was to, to know Jesus personally, know Jesus, um, like, and, and to feel his love really. Um, even I even I knew, I knew about him, but I didn't really know him yet. Um, and I was like longing for that desperately and going through a really tough time. And then like I, I was doing Marian consecration and I had done it a couple several times before and it was just like a thing that I did. Um, and then uh, I remember like the, that the day I consecrated it was, it was uh, May 13th, the Feast Day of Our Lady of Fatima. And I remember like in the moment, like when I was like, all I was longing for was, was consolation. Um, I felt like. Mary, like wrap me up and, and just say, and say like, I, I know you're struggling and like, I don't know what to do either. Um, but like I'm here and like, and I will hold you. And, um, I think that just like, and then, and then two months later, it was the first time that I kind of, I felt a much more powerful thing, um, from Jesus. And it was just like, it felt like it felt right in a sense, you know, we, we understand, like we talk about how like we go to Jesus through Mary, and it was very much that way for me. It was like Mary was like very much preparing me in order to meet Jesus. Um, and I think just like really spoke into like her motherhood in the way that like a lot of times like well, it reminded me of my mother um, in the sense of like when like my mom, my mom doesn't. My dad gives very good advice. My mom really does not. Um, and, but uh, but she but when I'm sad or I'm upset, like she's the one that I I go to. Um, and she and I think that 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 is very much translated into my relationship with Mary. Um, and and very much grown in that that was that was you know, three years ago, and um, it is you know just grown exponentially since then. Um, in order to like kind of like rely on her as as a mother, um, and and as someone who like constantly is is just pointing me toward the good that being, her son.
1: Yeah, I was thinking of this while both of you were talking. Just a quote I think of often. Um, Saint Maximilian Colby says, "Like you never have to be." Worried about loving Mary too much because you'll never love her more than her son did. And, yeah, so I think it would be good for us to talk about, like, like, I think what you said, like, you were, that was, like, a concern that you had of, like, putting Mary above Jesus or, like, why pray to Mary when we could pray to Jesus. And I think that's a common, like, I mean, I know that's one of the, Biggest arguments I hear against the Catholic faith is like you worship Mary, or even if people don't believe that, like you hold her too highly. Like, why would you pray to her? Why would you care about a relationship with her when you can just go straight to Jesus? So I think that is important to talk about because that's something I think even as Catholics is difficult to grasp. It's been difficult for me, um, you know, to come to understanding of that. So, yeah, I guess why does she? I think we should talk about why she adds value. Um, and why it doesn't take away from our relationship with Jesus to have a relationship with Our Lady, if anyone has any thoughts on that.
0: I would say first that uh, it'd be easy to say, like, well, is Mary necessary when you can just go right to to Jesus? Well, God made her necessary, and I think that's something I think about a lot, that he didn't have to enter into the world the way that he did. Um, he chose—and when we talked about St. Joseph, we hit on this a little bit— like. God chose to grow up in a family, Um, and that meant God chose to, as he came into the world, to have a a real human mother, and um, I think it just makes sense that if he chose her to play this incredibly important role, and if you look at the scriptures, that that's not the end of it. It's not like, uh, you know, she was just there to have this baby, and then she's out of the Mm. picture. (laughs) Um, She plays a role in his life especially some really significant moments. And uh, even outside of the scriptures, just like the early church, they saw her as really important, that she was a part of that, part of the whole picture. And so to eliminate her because uh, she's not Jesus, I think is really like ignoring just how the church has lived mm-hmm. for, for all these years.
1: And even what like Christ asks of us, mm-hmm. um, the way we're, we're meant to like follow the way that he has showed us, and that and he lived his life loving her. Right uh, yeah. So I think that makes that makes a lot of sense the way you say it like it's not just like we're making something up right we're following the path that has been laid out for us. Yeah. Um and that's a part of it. She's a massive part of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She gave birth to God. <laughs> <laughs> um
2: Yeah, no, it it's funny. Um I'm I'm actually currently you know, I'm I'm finishing up my master's degree in theology now and just this uh last night uh, for class today I read an article um of Apollo Prosperi about how the how uh the Annunciation like the way that which Jesus came into the world um while it didn't need to go through Mary, it was most fitting um for it to come through mary and uh, for him to come through Mary to be born uh, through the consent of a woman um of of, of a human woman um it 's kind of the big thing, and while he could have done however way he wanted god 's only able to uh do things like perfectly. Um, so, and this is the, this is the perfect way in order for, for Jesus to come into the world. Mm-hmm. And if that's the case, um, then we are to, to model after that. Um, and, uh, kind of like she, like she was the, she was the means that she, that God chose to come into the world. And like, so that's, that's important. And we need to recognize that. Um, and, uh, yeah, so it's, it's interesting. Like we, it's, it's very, it's an easy temptation that I've definitely fallen into especially since that you know that moment three years ago of like you know sometimes I I just sit down to pray and I I almost exclusively pray to Mary and I'm like well, hold on I it's not that's not what I want to do either um because it's just is it sometimes it's like we we make this dichotomy of like um the merciful and the just but that's not how it should be it's not how it is um and uh but it definitely is is um no it's something to, that I think even even really good Catholics like we need to be aware of as we're you know, as we continue to pray and continue to develop a relationship with Mary, um, that she doesn't want anything. She she just wants us. She doesn't for herself, but rather just for wants to direct us to her son the whole time. I think
0: uh, when you see people who have a really like genuine holy devotion to Mary, um, maybe it can be weird <laughs> sometimes from the outside of like, oh, what's their deal? Why do they? Why are they so into this? But often you see just like real holiness it's all the time real holiness is on display when when mary's involved and i just think about like people that pray the rosary really often or people that um have these particular devotions uh to our lady um she always does what she always does that she points points us to the lord um yeah i got to go to lords in france uh not last year. We didn't go anywhere last year. Uh, yeah, we two,
1: stayed in Steubenville last year,
0: 2019, <laughs> and uh, like, there's a place where Mary appeared to Saint Bernadette, um, and there's a lot of Marian stuff, obviously, <laughs> and statues and things like that. But uh, it's all pointed to to God, and and that's really the, I think that's just so what's so amazing about her. Maybe we can get into those personal experiences of she's she's humble. She's not interested in drawing attention to herself. And we see that in the scriptures, but we still see it today in the church that <clears throat> statues and images and apparitions and everything that it points to the Lord.
2: Yeah, I, I think that's right too. Just like in as far as uh, like people who, who have like a true good Marian devotion, like it manifests in a love for for Christ and, and the church. You know, mm-hmm. like the same thing, like I've been to a couple different apparition sites now. And like the people that are there, like they if they listen to the, to to the messages or, or whatever it is, um, the and, and what what Mary has communicated to to people on Earth, like like all she's saying, like if you listen to them, like all you want to do is is devote yourself to Jesus because that's what Mary says to do anyway, um, and so like the people like I think you're right that just like um, the truest devotion does take the form of that, um, it takes the form of um, of, of a, of a no greater love for Christ and, and a more, and, and like being more conscious of the Holy Spirit and how, um, how He's working.
1: Um, yeah. So you mentioned like sharing, I guess, personal experiences. And I know we talked about like who she is to each of us, but, um, I just wanted to share, like, I have always had, you know, when I've, pra- especially when I've prayed like Novenas to Our Lady, very like powerful, um, just responses of just like, and not necessarily what I want to happen, but clear responses. There's a, have I talked about the 54 day novena on here? I don't think so. There's a 54 day rosary novena, and if you haven't heard of it, you pray rosary every day. For the first 27 days, you pray it in petition for for a specific request. And then the next 27 days, you pray it in Thanksgiving, whether you received what you wanted or not. I am, I've prayed it three times now praying it for a fourth time now and the first three times that I finished it like so this is, I've had a I've had a very clear answer to my petition the first two times it was an answer I did not want but it was an answer and it was a response and so much grace followed that like um and and, and it's just like like she hears us and responds to us and that like as simple as that is like because like you were saying like all she wants is to bring us to Jesus and that that goes for our prayers as well like she hears them and she like rushes them to the ear of her son um because that's that's her whole existence it's it's not about her at all if you read anything about Mary in scripture it's literally like constantly her you know, looking towards Jesus, or even just in the way that she served others, that she served Joseph, that she served Jesus as a mother, that she served her cousin, like, it was always just about every, not about her at all. And in that, you know, focus on others, she found herself um, and her true femininity in that, um, in that focus on others. And that's what makes her, you know, someone that we should desire a relationship with, because I want to be like that, you know, as a Christian. Um, and I think all Christians ultimately should be striving for that. So why would we not look to and pray and ask for intercession from the most beautiful example of that, you know, next to Jesus? Uh,
0: she's like, she's the best disciple. And I think that's the thing that I think of. We we all have role models and some of them are saints and some of them are people we know, but Ah, uh, to look to like the best example of someone who followed Jesus, who said yes to Jesus before anybody else could. Um, that's an amazing thing to me. And I think about that with the enunciation that like for a moment, however long it was, she was the only one who knew. Hmm. And like she was she had that incredibly intimate relationship with Jesus from his very first moments taking on humanity that. Uh, it was kind of this secret, and eventually, like to Joseph and uh, whoever else, like Elizabeth and the people that came next. But um, she was the first one to like fully embrace him, and not just like say, "Yes, I want to believe him," but like she gave him her body, in only in the way that only a mother
2: can. Yeah, it's funny. It's 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 um, it reminds me like more of that the article that I read last night actually, mm-hmm. um, and that like there's there's some there's like actual merit. Um, to Mary's yes at the Annunciation in the sense of, like, it was all through grace and, and the fact that she was magically conceived. Um, but, like, it's not as if, you know, Angel Gabriel appeared and then Mary just said yes blindly, having no idea what she was getting herself into, and then just, like, was pulled along with her eyes closed um, and just, like, you know, come what may. Like, she, she you know understood she she was it, it would make most sense it's most fitting for her to have known that you know the messiah is coming and that at that moment while she was confused and and a little scared it says um she like she says like she fully gives an answer like her full uh everything that she has to say like yes like i i will do so and knowing the consequences of that like knowing what she's actually agreeing to um And so there's like bravery in that, Mm. um, that was again, like all through the, all through God's grace. Um, but like she, um, she knew that she was, she was doing something that was, that was not going to be easy. It was going to be very difficult. Um, and like, I I think like sometimes we just, we imagine like at least the, you know, um, a less Catholic interpretation would kind of interpret it like Mary simply as an instrument um, Mm -hmm. that just used, but it was more of like, no, she was, she's a catalyst really, um, in a sense, like because God chose it to be that way.
1: So, fun fact about me little, I actually don't even know if you know this, Father. Ah, uh, you probably do. Anyway, I'll just say it. Okay. I seriously discern entering religious life instead of coming to college. And did you know that? Mm-hmm. Okay,
2: okay. I didn't know that. Are you still? Yes, you you did. And I actually
1: am still planning on entering the convent. I just figured I'd date for a little get it out of my system, you know. Let's fight about it right now. Okay, ready? (laughs) I'll just sit here. (laughs) You you can help us. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, obviously I discerned that was not what Kava was calling me to, but um, there's this order um, that I was discerning with and I went to a retreat there and they played this song that is still one of my favorite songs to this day and it. It's just, like, sung from the perspective of Mary. And there's, you know, I'm just going to, from memory. Because it, you know how when you quote a song and you, like, have to say it, mm-hmm. but you, like, hear it as singing and you're like, yeah. but I can't sing it. That's mm-hmm. the dilemma I'm having right now. So, Just sing it. Um, So it starts with, like, it kind of goes through the moment of the annunciation and Mary's fear. But um, she's talking about in the song, like, Um, all the things that she felt but then she says "And before my head agrees my heart is on its knees holy is he blessed am I Um, and then the chorus goes be born in me Um, trembling heart somehow I believe that you chose me I will hold you I'll hold you in the beginning you will hold me in the end every moment in the middle make my heart your Bethlehem I just think like it I love Mary's simplicity That's one of my favorite things about her. Like, it can be so... I mean, she is incredibly holy. Like, and this is not me saying anything, like, to deny that. But, like, sometimes we're just... I think we focus a lot on just the different aspects of her holiness to the point where we can make it seem so unattainable for us. And, you know, we're not immaculately conceived, so there's a difference there. But um, her holiness just came in her yes. Like, that's really what it was. Like... God offered her this, you know, crazy thing to have happen to her as a part of his plan. And her holiness lies in the fact that she just, despite any fear or doubt or questioning, she just said yes. Um, and it's and it's simple and it's humble. And that was what she continued to do every day of her life, say yes to being the mother of God, say yes to being our mother. Um, and so, like, that, I think one of the ways that she calls me on the most and that I start to be like her the most is just, like, saying yes e- each day to each little and big thing I'm called to. And in the day-to-day, it's often little things, you know, that are a part of a greater, um, you know, mission and my greater vocation in my life. it just starts with those daily little yeses. Um, and Mary shows us how to do that, you know, how to focus our lives on him and not ourselves, and to just trust that even if he seems to be asking something crazy of us, he wouldn't ask it if it weren't part of his perfect plan. Um, and it really comes down to that, right? Um, it's easy to overcomplicate, but it's really just so simple.
0: We don't see those little yeses that Mary made, mm-hmm. and I think that's a significant thing that, like, you know, the scriptures kind of record the big moment, yeah. um, <laughs> but the years of all the stuff that came before that, and... I don't know what it's like to grow up without sin. Like, imagine that's...
1: I do. That's good for you. (laughs) It's (laughs) great.
0: No, you don't. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, just that, like, what was her life like? And how many times did she choose God in all, like, the little things of her life that led up to that moment where uh, Gabriel showed up? And it's really the same thing for us. We, I think we sort of mentally prepare for the big moments of, like, I'll do it i I know I'll do it when it really counts, <laughs> yeah, but it really counts in all the little things yes. and I think Mary can be a good example of that and tied into all the like those thirty years of Jesus's life before he started that preaching we, that
1: we know little about, yeah,
0: we know little about it like they lived together and they had a family life, and Jesus and Mary and Joseph just uh we can safely assume that they were. like we call them the holy family for a reason and Mm. and i think just all those that yes to an ordinary life she knew that this was the son of god right um but like what did that mean for you know doing chores and Mm. uh taking care of the house and eating and
2: all those things (laughs) yeah i i love thinking about about like the holy family when like growing up you know with jesus growing up Mm -hmm. and um, just like the idea of like like Mary and Joseph bantering with each other a little bit and like in a fun way, um, and and, uh, and like, even in like a like a like a flirty way, you know, then, like it sounds silly. Mary but, and Joseph flirted. <laughs> what'd you say? I
1: said Mary and Joseph flirted. Yeah, I know they did. <laughs> uh,
2: like like like, there's something like like the holiness to that, and like into like the daily life of, um, of the Holy Family. Like it's just so fascinating to think about, and like and like Jesus, like you know having to do chores and, mm-hmm. and, and obediently doing so and like and Mary like wanting to protect him as a mother um and like and and even when he's like growing old like, like we all like experience that especially I think um like us as 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 men or like when we're growing up as like a boy and you start to realize like I, I can do without my mother but your mother doesn't realize that yet <laughs> you know and um, so it's like uh and like kind of Jesus like uh obediently and 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 reverently still Um, allowing her to love him and things like that. Like I think it's some of like the most like some really, you can, you can pray really well with those things. I
1: think Mm -hmm. who are like, what, I don't know how to word this in a not weird way. So, like, there's different... <laughs> out
2: with it. Just do it. Just say it.
1: <laughs> I was literally... This is the sentence I was about to come out of my mouth. Which Our Lady do you pray to the
2: most? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Mary, do you like the best? <laughs> yes, which, which version Which version? Pray? That's what I was going to yes. say. <laughs> but,
1: like, I'm, me in particular. <laughs> I, pray to, I pray to Our Lady and do her knots a lot. Um, wow, well, I rhymed. Um, and she just, like... I <laughs> That's like one of my favorite novenas to pray, um, and I just love that depiction of Mary, and the art for it too is just really beautiful. Um, you want to describe just, it a little? Well, the art or who she? Is. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's do the whole. Deal. Well, it's just the whole idea of like not even idea. Just we give when we offer Mary the knots in our life, in a sense, like the struggles, the things that like we can't seem to make sense of, or like the the difficult situations, and she just in 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 the um the art she is um just like holding this like rope that has a bunch of different knots in it and is just like untying them and Mm -hmm. you just offer your knots to her and she just undoes them um and it's like so simple and it's just like it's literally our lady undoer of knots and i just love that like i can just offer things to mary and like she will take she will take it to our lord and she will help me to kind of you know undo the knots in my life i got lots of knots let me tell you got Got lots of of knots to get undid (laughs) so she's my girl undid undid and i stand by that statement so my question it
2: sounded right for some reason i know you just
1: like me that's all (laughs) Um, so my question was for you two who do you which which version of our lady do you pray to the most and why and Share with our friends.
2: Um, I definitely like. I mean, like I I said earlier, like my one of my, my greatest, um, most powerful moments with Mary was on the feast day of Our Lady of Fatima. Um, so I definitely have a very particular devotion to her, and and the messages of Fatima and and the children of Fatima as well.
1: Want to share a little um, bit about it?
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, just like um, it's it's very consistent with um, like Christian history, um, and salvation history even, but just like um, history in the sense that like that Mary appeared to to three three children um uh, three very poor children um and, and communicated to them uh just a, a prayer for peace and that there's 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 problems in the world it was right right around uh, the beginning of, of the uh, 1900s when um the world was kind of all up in the air right around World War 1 and um kind of just like a call to to return to her son and to do so through her um and um, I think that just like kind of sums up Mary in general in a lot, in a lot of ways, um, and uh, she's like, you know, and she gave some warnings as to like, you know, like what happens if, if we don't do so. Um, but like she, she just is a constant t- a redirection um, to Jesus, especially in times of crisis. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as like, uh, you know, uh, kind of a, a title like, some of our Lady Andrew of Knots, I guess in a sense, is like I really love like um, Our Lady, Mother of the Church. Um, it's very simple, one, it's one of the biggest ones. But I think that a lot of times, like we often, um, we have to forget that Mary was was present at the moment. Uh, well, one uh, at the foot of the cross, but then then we forget that she was at at Pentecost with the uh, with the apostles. Like she was, they make it very clear that that uh, the Luke does that. Um, she was she was in the, in the upper room with them. Um, like she was there at the founding, like the the, the physical founding of the church, um, and that's uh, she she was a mother to all of the apostles um in in a particular way and that she's a mother to all of us uh now and and to and the church you know the church like is as, as intended is supposed to be like all of humanity so she, she's a mother to to all of us um and uh so i definitely like uh, yeah i just i just just love mary being my mother uh <laughs> it's uh, a it, it's it's very uh <laughs> yeah it it's 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 pretty it's pretty special it's pretty like uh yeah very consoling i guess Mm -hmm. is the best word yeah
0: Um, so
1: what about you father
0: Uh, i mentioned our lady of lords so kind of like similar to what you said zach that she appeared to this really simple peasant girl and and in a very humble way but the one that i've known the longest is our lady of Mm chestohova and so that's an image they call it like the black madonna and there's some various versions of this but uh is an icon of Mary, and this one's particularly from Poland, and it was just in our our home growing up, and it was always yeah, kind of like too. I didn't know what it was or like what it meant. It was just like, you got this Mary and Jesus, but they're like in crowns and jewels, and there's different. And they're
1: like super Polish looking. They're very yeah. Polish <laughs> this looking,
0: is... yeah. And they're also not white like we usually see. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's uh, yeah, it's a it's an old image, and I think as I've learned more of the story of it, and even the story of the icon of mm. it being attacked and there's sort of scratches on her face in the painting um, and kind of like miraculous things happening around that um, but it's just uh and especially uh, a former student of mine went to world youth Day in Poland and brought me back a little version of it but it's kind of like the just the icon not with a crown and all right, the yeah. and it I find that really moving because it is very simple mm-hmm. and just like a mother and her son and uh I like that idea of like the whole beauty of icons is this idea like, well, like they're passing down these images Mm. and maybe it is based on Mary. Mm. Maybe it is based on like the tradition for that one is that St. Luke painted it on, Mm. on a table. And, uh, whether that's true or not, I think just these ancient images show that, uh, the church has always loved Mary like Mm. way, way, way back. Like you said, she was right there at the beginning and there was this connection to her that, that has not gone away and we shouldn't, uh,
2: we shouldn't be afraid of that yeah yeah. So. yeah i i have a that that image hanging in my room mm-hmm. and it's kind of like it's like uh like the motherhood aspect of like it's actually she's holding john paul ii like um uh, it's like mm-hmm. it's, it's kind of yeah. done together like when he's really old and like and uh kind of like kind of very much so just like passing down the the apostolic succession mm-hmm. in a sense you know yeah that's a good i've um, seen that one That's really interesting yeah it's really really beautiful Oh, okay. Gratitude
1: time, <laughs> Father.
0: Yeah, so has God loved me lately, I will not no, give gratitude details. Time. Okay, <laughs> I won't give this. So this happened in confession, and I'm not going to give any more details beyond that. But so, just that somebody was going to confession, and I was moved by like their love for God. That it was a moment where like they confessed their sins, and uh, like I was getting the privilege to see somebody who despite whatever they struggled with, they're like they really wanted to be holy. And like this doesn't happen all the time, but like it like it almost it made me tear up a little. Like I was just like very touched by uh, this person. And uh, it was <laughs> it was clearly that it was God because it was out of nowhere that it was I was like, holy cow, like God's really working here. And I I get to witness that. And so I'm thankful for that. That was a very good experience.
1: I love how much you love confession.
0: It's the best. It is. <laughs>
1: so my blessing actually just happened my gratitude time <laughs> um i was just at kevin's we talk about kevin so we can just say kevin now because we talk about him a lot um i have had a rough week um in some in some ways and we're getting ready to go on retreat with our kids um in a couple of days we'll be on retreat actually when this comes out so please pray for yeah, them please pray yeah um and just dealing with, like, spiritual attack and lots of other stuff. And Kevin just prayed over me for a good long while and just very much loved me through offering me to the Lord. um, And just that companionship of just being, it, I feel, through him and through both of you and other people in my life, like, it's just such a gift that I feel like a lot of people don't have to, like, have people in your li- in your life who you know will just offer offer you to the Lord and help you go to the Lord when it's hard to do it on your own. Um, So I've been experiencing that, you know, through Kevin and a lot of other people um, during a a just not the most fun week, you know. So that's me.
2: Hmm. Zachary? Yeah, I think I, um, so I've been going through a bit of a, a, a life transition, a lot of things changing in my life that I did not expect to change. Um, so I think that the Lord has very much given me an opportunity, particularly this week, um, to rely completely on him and to surrender to him. Um, and that hasn't been e- easy all the time, um, but it has like been very fulfilling, actually. And, like, and knowing that like um, kind of seeing God's love through um, allowing me to wait, allowing me to, um, to rely completely on him and um it's kind of inter- it's kind of weird to be loved that way you know to like not not necessarily tough love but um a love and saying like it's okay um mm-hmm. and like you might not have an answer right now but like i still have you um and i very much have felt that um throughout the week um and i really really the last last a month or so um and i've been able to pray to to the lord in a way that i haven't haven't prayed to him in quite a while um, I'm very very thankful for that. I feel like I know it's supposed to be like this week, but I, this is my first time, so I guess I could I could talk about like how the, the past twenty <laughs> four years. You know? Give us yeah. Your yeah. whole gratitude. How long is, I can. All right. How long do we have? <laughs> <laughs> <Right>? Time's up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that's awesome.
2: Well,
0: thanks Zach for for being with us, Thanks for talking me. about Mary. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: And thanks for being with me. <laughs> anyway, you know anyway. I had to throw that in there.
0: Um, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so.
1: Mary and Joseph flirted, so could I.
0: <laughs> so if you have thoughts on Mary or Molly and Zach's relationship, <laughs> uh, please, please, please please keep them to yourselves. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but please let us know other things that you think at on Instagram, on Twitter at love. We would love to hear from you, and uh,
1: we would know his dad love to hear from you. But um, that
2: was s- dumb. No. no, it wasn't. That was it was dumb. They're gonna laugh. <laughs>
1: Bye. See you next week.
2: (laughs) Bye.